0: going to be an unorthodox start
1: i'm scared and uh
0: okay uh addendum addendum to the trader joe's pod uh when we went to trader joe's i wore my white beanie because i'm in my tom sandoval era and every time i put it on my white beanie i say out loud you're usually within earshot. I say, this is my Tom Sandoval era. Uh, not, I don't like him and I don't. his voice is annoying. He's entirely annoying, but I like his look of the white beanie and I look forward to wearing a white beanie at home. We're over Vanderpump. Yeah. We watched the most recent episode and it was just it was like the Scandoval thing brought me in, but there's just not enough there. Uh, to keep us around.
1: I can't stand anyone on that show.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're all annoying. They're going to milk the scandal thing for an entire season. Uh, first episode, because they're still living together, uh, Tom and Ariana. And so you're like, ooh, this could be something. But they ignore each other. They're on the other side of the house. They're not home at the same time. They communicate through their uh, assistant, which is entertaining. It's fun. It's funny. Uh, but, yeah, that show... It was, it was middling, mildly entertaining for a couple of episodes, but uh, we watched episode three last night, and I was like, oh, okay. Over it. Yeah. But I'm still in my Tom Sandoval. I wear the white beanie. Because when I come home, like, I put gel in my hair, but then you make fun of me for putting <laughs> gel in my hair.
1: <laughs> you put gel in your hair all the time. Like, I know. Right before bed. Yeah. Oh. Just at uh, the oddest of times, yeah. when nobody's going to be seeing you.
0: Yeah. Well, because my hair, like, I, 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 I just, if it's if there's not gel in it, I hate myself. I, <laughs> I hate my appearance. <laughs> I, I just, I, I, think I'm so uh, subpar. Like Vanderpump Rules. Um, I, I just, I don't like my face, my style, my, <laughs> but I think gel like kicks me up. Uh, I'm like. Like Tom Schwartz, but when uh, you're
1: lying it. when you're lying in bed, isn't it like crunchy against your head on the pillow? Yeah, is that uncomfortable?
0: yeah, it's fine,
1: you're it's so sliders. vain
0: I am I'm very, very superficial, uh, but I am in my tam, Tom Sandoval era, uh, so we bought some sliders from Trader Joe's, and sliders Trader Joe's deems them mini cheeseburgers, uh, described as a fully cooked seasoned beef patty with cheddar cheese and burger sauce nestled between a sweet aloha roll. Um, We bought these for Lennox. Lennox's journey with burgers is something to behold. Like, he started just plain as possible. Just meat, bread, slowly added cheese, little ketchup here and there now. And then when we were at Drake's, your dad got a regular burger. And then Lennox just took a bite of it. And it was like okay, with like all the fixins and everything, lettuce, tomato, etc. Uh, he doesn't like the 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 dressing, the sauce that comes on most burgers. Uh, but we're we're kind of doing this dance with him about bringing him into the world of hamburguesa. That's hamburger in Spanish. Uh, so we bought these mini cheeseburgers, A.K.A. sliders. And honey, tell us about the the tragedy that okay. unfolded.
1: I followed the directions to a T, mm. okay. I did what I was supposed to, yeah. I didn't break any rules, yeah. and they were burnt,
0: yeah,
1: so, okay, I hate when directions do this. Mm. It says cook twenty to twenty five minutes that's
0: a huge range. I
1: hate when there's a huge range. Huge I range. never know what to do yeah it it's so frustrating, so yeah. i this was my mistake. I yeah. went with twenty five minutes instead ah, of twenty, okay, so they were burnt to a crisp,
0: yeah, yeah. I tend to, like with microwave veggies, if it says five and a half minutes to seven minutes, I go five. Uh, I, I take off 30 seconds. Hmm. I've always been in the clear.
1: It's such a risk.
0: It is. It is. But I, I figure why with microwave veggies especially because they're in the bag. They're in the bag. They're roasting themselves in the bag. It's cooking. Um, so I always tend towards the low end. Uh, you went with 25 minutes. Yeah, the tops were burnt to a crisp. Um, but I still, I so I took off the top. I took off, which was like a piece of charcoal. Um, and I ate them and they were fine. Uh, they, they, were, they were decent. Um, the bun was good. Like the sweet, it's like the King's Hawaiian roll kind of thing going on. Uh, so the bread part was good. I didn't like it. <laughs> I'd
1: rather it be on a savory bun
0: Ah, oh.
1: I'm not here for that sweetness
0: hmm. uh, And then the meat and cheese were there and Whatever, they were They were fine uh, But recently burning food has befalled me twice So the most recent time you cooked bacon Like you undercooked it And then Lennox got mad Oh, you're risking the ire of the Lennox, honey And then you recooked it And then you cooked it too much so you, you were like, couldn't find the right, <laughs> the right temperature. Timing,
1: timing is really a challenge to me with cooking.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm yeah. always, I'm always underestimating or overestimating.
0: Yeah. So I took the, the bacon just sat there for a little few hours and then I just took it and threw it in the, uh, toaster oven and I, 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 I know nothing, I don't, I don't know, numbers, I don't know, time, Uh, microwave directions I can follow, uh, but bacon, whenever I put something in the toaster oven that doesn't have directions, I just turn it all the way up, and then I put it to 15 minutes, and the temperature all the way up, Uh, but the bacon started, well, smoke started billowing from the toaster oven.
1: and it smelled like burnt charcoal in our whole house for hours. Yeah,
0: I, I was sending smoke signals saying... Please help this bacon. Please help this bacon. Um, but you know what? And then so I burnt toast recently also because our toaster goes up to seven. Seven isn't uh, suffice. It's not enough toastage. So I do. I've been doing it twice. <laughs> and sometimes I remember to eject it before it, it hits full time. Sometimes I don't. Uh, this particular time, uh, I do I totally forgot more smoke billing. but, uh, smoke billing from the toaster oven, smoke billing from the toaster, both my fault. Um, like, do we have to, do we have fire alarms?
1: <laughs> yeah. Should
0: I check the battery on them?
1: Yes, we do. Kathy Bailey made sure.
0: Each time I've been like, oh, the fire alarm is going to go off. The fire alarm has never gone off. No,
1: well, we do have high ceilings. Uh, so before the smoke can get up there, we uh, open some windows and redirect it.
0: Okay. Okay, uh, so the sliders, uh, how are you gonna try? You're gonna do? I say do 19 next time. Oh. Go low, like should Michelle we, Obama.
1: Should we even try it again?
0: We go low, they go high. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, because they were good. Okay. And I want Lennox to eat hamburgers. Cause he's American. <laughs> okay. American man. Uh, three buck Chuck. Um, you question my. Plan slash strategy when I grab some wine at Trader Joe's, but my plan slash strategy is pretty much always the same across the board uh, when it comes to food items. Uh, I've o- I'm overwhelmed by choice. Choice debilitates me. I-, I hate too much selection. It drives me crazy. Like I-, I either buy everything or I buy nothing. Like if I want some Doritos, I either buy the Cool Ranch and the Nacho Cheese and the Spicy Nacho and Whatever a limited time flight, or I just I I to say no, I I can't I can't do it I won't I can't. Don't you have a
1: favorite, and you can get your favorite only?
0: They're all really good. Shh. Yeah. Pick one. And I can't. I can't. And there's and I I, I just, I, you know what? It's like it's like, I want this. I have this. What else is out there? I need to know that. The Cool Ranch is still okay. The Spicy Nacho still loves me. The Sweet Chili, the Purple One, is a good time too. Uh, But what I usually do, either buy everything or I buy nothing, or I go with the generic slash off-brand slash in-house route. So Three Buck Chuck is Trader Joe's wine uh, name brand or whatever. So I know it's cheap, and then, and then I don't have to, because there's so much wine.
1: You were just looking at price tag, weren't you?
0: No, well, no. I, I went to the in-house generic, like at Walmart. I was, I almost always go for the great value, uh, because it's cheap, and it's it's dependable. Uh, so with three buck check, I knew it was cheap, decent, and I could block out all the other. Nine hundred wines at Trader Joe's, and it just makes my life easier. It makes my uh, my mind at ease.
1: I, I would have gone with the cutest or prettiest bottle.
0: That's a strategy I've done before. Like pick the wine uh, by the by the label, but there's so many labels.
1: <laughs> the selection for as small a store that Trader Joe's is, yeah, their wine selection is very large.
0: Yes. Yes, it's it's too much. Ima- imagine going to Total Wine and More or something. Yeah. My gosh, it's too much. Uh, so in our journey to being aspiring <laughs> sommeliers, honey.
1: Slash winos. Yes.
0: Uh, I have two words for you. Boxed wine. What does boxed <laughs> wine mean to you in your life?
1: I used to be a boxed wine connoisseur. Mm-hmm. That's what I would exclusively buy because it's the best bang for your buck.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You bought the brand – it starts with an F, right?
1: Franzia? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the classic box wine. Yeah.
0: It's still available. Yeah. Um, Box wine to me means my old neighbor down the street when I was a kid, uh, the Lords, Alex Lord is my friend's name, and his parents were very European. They were like French slash Italian or something, but they would – there were these – they were this couple, this kind of couple that would, uh, they could have a glass of wine with uh, dinner every night. Uh, but they had boxed wine. And so I vividly remember their boxed wine, And we didn't drink it. We were 11 or 12. Um, but they were open with it and, uh, and they, they, they enjoyed it. Um, but I, I remember their boxed wine, uh, in the, in their refrigerator, uh, what about like the Carlos Rossi, like the giant glass bottle?
1: Oh, yeah. I've never bought that, yeah, it looks so like
0: um you need like a historic
1: pa- <laughs> like you're you're in an old school movie,
0: yeah, and you're carrying it in a paper bag and you're walking down a dark alley <laughs> and uh, oop, Grandpa Curtis, my stepdad, loves the Carlos Rossi, and he does this amalgamation of Carlos Rossi Sprite. Bunch of ice.
1: Ooh.
0: Maybe some 7-Up.
1: How refreshing.
0: Some other juice.
1: <gasps> I'm getting so many ideas. <laughs> really? Wine with sparkling water. Mm. With a bit of garnish. Mm. Mm.
0: Uh, and then also at the Lords. Um, so we drank some wine uh, with ice cubes because we're very sophisticated. Uh, but they had the, the thing where it's like they had golf balls and the golf balls have water in it. So you freeze them and then they turn into ice and then you dump them in, uh, your wine.
1: Did they actually resemble golf balls? Yeah,
0: They were, <laughs> they were actually golf balls. Yeah. Tiny golf That's balls. That's fun. I've yeah. seen various yeah.
1: little cute plastic yeah. reusable ice cubes. Yeah. Before. They have all,
0: all sorts of fun shapes. Um, but, and the thought is to dilute, to not dilute, uh, the wine, but keep it chilled. Uh, I find wine disgusting, so I'm all about uh, just regular ice, ice cubes. We
1: want to dilute it.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: You know what? A dash of soda might be a good idea. Let's give it a try.
0: Like Pepsi? No. Uh, Oh, the the (laughs) like sparkling soda.
1: Yeah, like Seven Up or Ah, even sparkling water. Just something to kind of
0: yeah thin it out. Take
1: away that biting wine taste. That's terrible.
0: Yeah. Uh, After last weekend, honey, when had a little bit of the shardy and the merlot, as I like to call it, uh, you uh, declared that you'll be sober till Julian, which is in two and a half weeks. Are you maintaining to that? Or are you sticking to that?
1: I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we still have much beer in our fridge, <laughs> and we got to drink it before Liz and Alan stay over here.
1: Okay. We don't
0: want to tempt them with our vices, honey. Uh, the broccolini you cooked, mad, busting. Um, we needed to floss immediately We've after bo-
1: eating. <laughs> we both went straight to the floss.
0: It was like we needed a brush and floss. <laughs> there was a lot of little uh, shards in our teeths, in between our teeths. Uh, but it was, it was definitely a hit for me anyways. Uh, and it was just changed the old Dana Carvey bit just a little to – uh, she satay and broccoli, she sate, she sate, she sate broccoli. He uh, said
1: broccoli, not broccoli.
0: She saute broccoli, brocoline, she saute broccoline, she saute, she saute, she saute broccoline. <laughs> Take two uh, <laughs> Pecan popcorn is another item we got at our Trader Joe's Hall slash run.
1: What does pecan mean to you in your life? <laughs> I have
0: no idea. But <laughs> what is pecan? Well, according to Trader Joe's pecan popcorn, the differentiator is they put yeast on there. So they got onion powder, garlic oh. powder, salt, pepper, but then there's yeast in there. Is
1: that a draw? Is that does do people want yeast on their popcorn?
0: Well, yeast uh, is is turns into like a, a cheese kind of powdery thing. Oh, it's yeah. that. Yeah,
1: it's like um,
0: it's like quite. Ch- oh,
1: wow! There's a storm outside. Just kidding. That's our washing machine. Doing my. Laundry. Beer. And that uh, oop. They put nutritional yeast on it, which is yes. like something. It's a cheese substitute, like for vegan yeah. yes. dishes. Yes. I get it. Okay. Yes,
0: exactly. And they claim there's some umami uh, flavor tinge or something. I, I put umami right next to aioli and truffle, <laughs> whatever. It's, it's just, it's made up. It's, <laughs> it's nonsense. Uh But I did, so... I'm a popcorn uh, fiend. I love popcorn. Um, I've bought the celebrity popcorns out there. So if you're just joining us, there's a Jonas Brothers popcorn and there's a D'Amelio popcorn. And if you're old, the D'Amelios are huge on TikTok, uh, Dixie and Charlie. Um, And they sell their popcorns at Walmart. I've purchased both of them because I love popcorn and I love celebrities, uh, Joe Bros and the D'Amelio popcorn. Good flavor, but uh, the 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 kernels are, are lacking. Like they're they're just not good quality kernels. Uh, same thing with the Pecant popcorn. Uh, the flavor is fine. The nutritional yeast is like a it's like all these white cheddar popcorns. Where did all this white cheddar come from? When I was a young man, cheddar was orange. <laughs> and then all this white cheddar, racial. Um, but the the problem with the piquant popcorn is the same thing as with the Joe Rose popcorn, as the uh, Demilio popcorn. The kernels suck, dude. Like, they're low quality. The flavor is good. And in fact, the, the D'Amelio popcorn, the flavor is excellent. But it's just lowbrow, cheap popcorn. Um, Skinny pop and boom chicka pop, and we we sometimes we sometimes get the popcornopolis, the nearly naked popcorn. Those are like excellent, excellent pieces of corn, like <laughs> corn kernels. I, I don't know how it works. I don't Premier
1: know how... corn, <laughs> yes,
0: but they're 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 soft, they're delicate, they're lilting, but they have a good crunch. They're high quality uh, popcorn. But so many popcorns just go cheap, go the cheap route. Um, so whatever Skinny Pop and Boom Chicka Pop and Popcornopolis are doing uh, is, is is the way to go. And then the rest of these, eh, get the flip. They got the right flavor. Put it on some Skinny Pop. We sit good. And then we we also got a Jap Shea, which is, or is it Jap Chea? I forget. I uh, forget. They're uh, Korean glass noodles. You got this, honey, from the freezer section. Uh, we got introduced to japchae by my cousin's husband, Kai, married to my cousin, Emily. When we were out in New York, he made japchae and it was super bussin'. Like, I couldn't stop eating it. He made a huge thing of uh, Korean glass nudes. It was so good. Uh, how does the Trader Joe's japchae compare to Cousin Kai? And beware, he's listening.
1: (laughs) It was surprisingly very good. Yeah. Um, I wasn't expecting much from a frozen Korean little
0: dish from Trader Joe's. It
1: was very good. I'm going to buy it again next time.
0: Uh, Yeah. It was good. Kai's is better.
1: Okay. That is so true. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Of course. A
0: few more notes about Trader Joe's. They have the Mike's Hot Honey, which we've gotten – but then we don't use it and it goes bad.
1: Yeah, I don't know what to do with hot honey except to put it on pizza.
0: Pizza, right.
1: Let us know in the comment section what do you put hot honey on. Because I really like it yeah. and I like the idea of it. Yeah. But it just goes to waste yeah. when we buy it.
0: Well, it's one of those condiments that even when we get pizza, we don't think about <laughs> hot honey because <laughs> right. you so rarely use it. Uh, and then two years later, you're like, oh, this is expired hot honey. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. Put it on. Put it on some japchae or some pecan popcorn. Uh, they also have bulgogi, the Korean beef uh, dish. But for a frozen food, now it is sixteen ounces. But for a frozen uh, entree, dinner, whatever, it's twelve ninety nine, dude. That's ridiculous.
1: It's it's unimpressive to yeah. me. Yeah, it's fine, but yeah, not for thirteen dollars.
0: Yeah. And then they also have Korean short ribs, which I always want to get. But it's $15.99. It's so pricey. For that, I feel like you should be in a restaurant.
1: Yeah. And for ribs, it's hardly any meat. It's mostly mm. bone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have fond memories of my uh, my Uncle Ang's wife making us Korean short ribs every time I visited them in uh, Fremont. She would make a huge pile of these and we would just go to town. We're so flipping tasty. Mm. Um but that $15.99 price tag for a frozen food. A frozen food? I feel like if you're paying over ten dollars for frozen food, that's only like those family lasagnas <laughs> that are like 12, yeah. 13, 16 bucks like okay, there's there's enough for eight to ten here. Uh at
1: least then you're paying for the quantity. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh Oh, and then uh, another note about uh, my Bobby Brown pod. He's no longer young and in shape, but who isn't? Uh, Welcome to the club. Uh, He's thick now, and he's still on tour, but he goes to casinos and uh, state fairs, and it's the kind of thing where he's out there, he's performing, he's got the dad bod, he's got a belly, and it's him, but... uh, like during my prerogative his backup dancers i mean backup singers are doing 80% of the work <laughs> like they're, they're singing and they they're putting in all the effort and and he's out there and he's uh, dressed up in some uh glamorous uh sparkly outfit and uh, oop yeah he's out there uh, barely performing but at least he's doing something i guess yeah uh and then oh I talked about how him dealing with his daughter in the hospitals uh, and them administering drugs that some worked, some didn't, doing some therapy that worked, some didn't. Uh, It's just the entire grueling process. Um, And he had to transfer. He transferred Bobby Christina to a different hospital and then another hospital. but he said, well, the first two hospitals, the first two Atlanta hospitals, he said, doctors and him always discussed everything, were on the same page. Um, and it reminded me of a quote by uh, your dad, Alan Fisher, uh, who operated East which is a company that runs cemeteries, uh, they're big time in Sacramento. Um and we we're talking about he tells us stories from his from his uh career from his job it's a unique gig to say the least but I remember him saying uh that no matter what you do no matter uh what options you present or what the family does or what just how you handle everything how you approach everything your first uh move is compassion like operate everything with compassion because you're dealing with people's dead bodies and grieving people and bereaved and uh, loved ones and all that stuff so it's a super sensitive topic but your dad said he always came from the point of uh, compassion caring and sympathy and empathy whichever one is correct whichever one you should use i should use there um and that's what Bobby Brown stressed with the first two hospitals. Uh, There's just they always had it. His daughter's best interests and in his and in his interests and would kind of lay everything out there uh, and and just uh, yeah, you just operate with the with the heart with the heart and not be so cold like that third hospital in Chicago. Okay, so anyways, are we done, honey? Yeah. Okay, we're done. Ab uh, above